the volume. This is how you start the English Premier League. Chelsea, Man United, Chuck Schwing. Welcome to another episode of Sports Gambling with Money Line Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. We are cooking everywhere you look up. Over five units on the week and two wins for every one. All picks documented on Action Network. Follow my picks along. In addition to the podcast, we fire every single day. There is no Belichick days off in my degenerate land. And shout out to you. A couple people hit me up. Said thank you. That's what it's all about. It's you and I versus the books, my fine feathered friends. And Chelsea with a 3-0 shellacking over Palace. Man U with a statement 5-1 win. Pogba spreading the ball like a freaking Johnny Stockton mensch. And we cash our degenerate parlay of the day. But let's not get too excited. Because we are going right back to settling into some more futures bets. Tons of NFL over the weekend. We saw with our own eyes. I saw with my stigmatism glasses a lot. And I have settled. And this episode is going to be like a puzzle piece. So I want you to bear with me. We're going to start in the Raven's Nest. We're then going to dance and weave our way. Because I have a Rookie of the Year pick after one game after one preseason week. But I also have for you, which FanDuel does, Coach of the Year. And my odds that I'm getting for a man that I think is absolutely a top five coach, if not top seven in the league, I simply can't believe it. All right, let's get into it. And let's dive in with our lock of the day. Give me the Baltimore Ravens over 11 wins at plus 100 all day long. Let's go. You've heard me talk about the AFC North a little bit. I'm on the Steelers over eight and a half wins. I could see three of these teams in this division making the playoffs. I, though, unlike most, are not sold on the Cleveland Browns winning this division. I am, however, sold on the Baltimore Ravens, who, oh, by the way, have set an NFL record. They have won 18 straight preseason games. They beat the Saints, who had all kinds of a quarterback controversy going, where everyone whose quality under center for New Orleans had to dance, it still didn't matter. The Ravens win. Let's eat. All right. This is very simple. This team, this offense, John Harbaugh, and what they have defensively going into this year, they are the team to beat in the AFC North. Now, they didn't win the division last year. Pittsburgh did. But they absolutely still got themselves to the playoffs with the number one rushing attack in the NFL. And we start there. This team... 
Just like Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, and the Kansas City Chiefs have it crafted, they have devised an offense around Patrick Mahomes and his strengths. And right there with them are the Baltimore Ravens. 191.9 rush yards per game last year. They unequivocally have the best run game in the NFL. And it starts and ends with Kodak Black's right-hand man, your boy, Lamar Jackson, who is absolutely in a contract year after the money Josh Allen just got. Same draft class, just like Baker. But here's what I want to tell you. This team, who you may say to yourself, still lacks weapons offensively, went out and fixed that at the wide receiver position. They bring in Sammy Watkins. They draft Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. They already have Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews, and Miles Boykin out of ND on the roster still going into this year. But if you look at it like this, it's the number one rushing attack in the NFL with Lamar, with J.K. Dobbins, and I ain't J.K.ing. We ain't kidding about this team. They know who they are offensively, and in the NFL, to know who you are, And this is almost early 2000s and really just old school NFL. You think about it like this. The Ravens are showing you who they are. They are a ground and pound, win the T.O.P., play defense to play offense to grind it out type of a team. And you still can't stop it. You can't. It's one of those offenses. We're going to run it down your gullet. You cannot stop us. And you absolutely can do the best you can to try to contain number seven. And Lamar Jackson, who has now had back-to-back thousand-yard rushing seasons. He has shattered every rushing record known to man. 1,206 rushing yards in 2019. Breaks Michael Vick's record from 2006. Almost broke it last year on and off year. Say this out loud to yourself. Jackson that season had more rushing yards than the entire Miami Dolphins team. And only 51 fewer yards than the New York Jets team. This is a quarterback. So I'm very high on what Lamar Jackson's upside is this year. And then let's take a look at the defense. It's death taxes and Ravens top three top five defense. Johnny Harbaugh, defense of mine, they come into the season top two in points given up with 18.9. Top two, defensively speaking, top seven in yards per game, and they absolutely had a positive turnover differential. But you look at the front seven with my boy Kalea, shout out his brother Jared, good friend of mine, McPhee, the LSU assassin, Patrick Queen, Bowser played above his potential last year. You have Justin Houston, ladies and gentlemen. And think about the defensive backs between Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, and Jimmy Smith. This could be the most lethal closest to what we saw with Cam Chancellor, with Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas. I know they're corners and not safeties, but what I'm telling you is 
I'm old enough to know what this Ravens recipe is, and I remember it to a T what this squad's formula has been with an Ed Reed. Congrats to the Hall of Famer. With a Ray Lewis up front. And I'm looking at this defense, and I'm seeing no holes. And last year, they gave up less than 20 points per game. So if you're giving me a top two defense with a couple of big additions this year, and the fact that Justin Houston is playing for the Ravens should scare everybody. They should scare everybody. So for me, I'm buying 11 because I think they can get 12. And of course, I looked at the schedule. They start out with three of their first four, believe it or not, against the AFC West. Vegas, Chiefs, then they go to Detroit, then they play Denver. If they can get out of that, three and one, somehow find a way to take down Indy on Monday night, week five, they will then get a nice little reprieve. Now, the Chargers aren't a reprieve, but they always play the Chargers well. I'm from San Diego. I know the Ravens own the Chargers. Then they get the Bengals twice. They get a couple of cupcakes. Look, they play the Bears. They get to play Minnesota. I'm kind of pegging them right at 11-6, and six, but I also think that they can go 12-5. and five. And it's one of those years. Contract Lamar Jackson year. Number one rush offense. Top two defense. What else do you need? Because Lamar Jackson with a couple new weapons, couple new toys, Sammy Watkins, Bateman, I'm buying it. I got the top two defense and the number one offense. Let me drill it in your gambling noggin as my lock of the day. Over 11 wins plus 100. And a top five coach, do I dare say, in Johnny Harbaugh, who has won the whole thing. What else do you want? You don't need anything else, baby. Lock of the day. Let's keep it moving. All right. Straight degenerate pick. I am absolutely fired up about this. My degenerate play of the day, degenerate parlay of the day, Friday cast, of course, Chelsea Man U. I can't believe FanDuel's offering this. I love it. Coach of the year. Here we go. I am taking Shanahan, Lil Wayne's right-hand man at plus 1,400 to become the coach of the year. Kyle Shanahan plus 1400 on FanDuel. Give it to me, my friends. Here's the competition. Here's the favorite, believe it or not. Staley. Brandon Staley, the first time coach for the Chargers. Brian Flores is tied with Shanahan. And then on down the list. And I looked at the previous last few. Stefanski won it last year. Then it was Johnny Harbaugh, which was ironically enough, Lamar's MVP season. Then it was Matt Nagy coming in, going 12 and 4, believe it or not. The Bears were 12 and 4 in 2018. Then McVay, then Jason Garrett, then Ronnie Rivera, and on down the list. Here's my argument for Shanahan. Okay, 
He's 31 and 36 all time, two and one the postseason. Of course, he's been to a Super Bowl. He is getting in Trey Lance the future of this organization. There's two factors of thought here for me to fire on this future. Number one is, and it's not going to really make sense based off who I'm going with rookie of the year, but this is my inkling. He either develops Trey Lance into the top 15 of the league, they win the division, or they get to the playoffs. That's one train of thought. Here's the other train of thought that no one's talking about. Okay? Shanahan's 0-6 with Hoyer, 2-10 with Bethard, 5-11 with Nick Mullins, and he's 24-9 with Jimmy Garoppolo. They draft in what I think is a certified stud in Sermon out of Ohio State. Certified Trey Sermon could be the running back steal of the year. You have Debo Samuel finally healthy with Ayuk, who should have never dropped to this team, but he did. Top two tight end in Kittle, healthy, paid, fired up. The defense, top five in yards last year, top four in passing, top seven in rushing. Say it to yourself out loud. 24 and 9, Jimmy G is. 24 and 9 with the way too good looking dude at quarterback that has absolutely been hurt after hurt after hurt with these injuries. Decimated with injuries. But you look at the track record. What's the rush if you're bringing out Trey Lance? What's the rush? You have Jimmy Garoppolo under contract, healthy. Finally, three for three in his debut this season. My thinking is this. Trey Lance doesn't start the season under center. Jimmy Garoppolo does. And if Jimmy Garoppolo starts to win and starts to ball, and the Niners either win the division or they get to the playoffs in convincing fashion, unless the Chargers go out of their mind, somehow win 12, 13 games because... A lot of these previous coaches, outside of Stefanski last year, won their division. Staley's already inheriting Herbert. What Stefanski did by taking a Brown squad that was under 500 for my whole freaking adult life and then turning them into over 500, to me, says that's a one-off. So if you look at it, you got Flores, who probably won't win the division either, Staley, who won't win the division, as your other two favorites here, Why not Kyle Shanahan? This is a bounce-back San Francisco year. Nick Bosa is healthy. This front seven is menacing. This run game has the ability to be top five. You know the Shanahan way. So, everyone's on Trey Lance. But this isn't the Bears. This isn't Andy Dalton. Jimmy G got this team to a Super Bowl. Why don't you give Jimmy G the rock and it's his job to lose? Why can't it be? I'm going to bank on one of two trains of thought, but my main chips in on Shanahan to win coach of the year is that he starts with Jimmy G. He saves Trey Lance until they may or may not be out to a hot start. They win well over what they're set at, which is 10 and a half wins. FanDuel has them at, second favorite in the division. And Shanahan shocks everyone. Gets his record to over 500. Gets into the postseason. Makes a little run. And we cash this plus 1,400. It's also 
a little skewed in the sense that San Francisco had an off year. So even if he doesn't win the most games in the NFL, he goes a little bit of what the Browns did before Stefanski with Kitchens. I'm liking the value. I think he's a top five coach. I think he's got the culture down there. I think John Lynch and him are probably easily top five GM head coach combo in the league. I'm firing, my friends. I am firing on Kyle Shanahan plus 1400. Let's go! And I wrap. And there ain't a lot of stats. It's all feel, baby. Prop of the day. I'm dancing with Justin. I don't need the field because I'm going with fields. Plus 500. Rookie of the year. Nom, 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 nom. 14 of 20 for 142 yards. And a Teddy Bruschi with no interceptions against a very, very well coached, coached up top defense in Miami over the weekend. The man had 106.7 QBR rating. He had five rushes for 33 yards and another Teddy Bruschi on the ground, including a 21-yard run. Look, Lawrence is plus 300, but it's a complete refurbishing, a complete feng shui makeover on VH1 over there in Jacksonville, or do I dare say bravo. You got Lance, who I just made a case, might not even start. He might not even start. Justin Fields showed you there is no time to waste with the red rifle. Or as Colin says, the beige water pistol. There is no time to waste. Jimmy G got his team to a Super Bowl. Andy Dalton is the epitome of the upside of 10 wins. Max, I just mentioned to you, this team under Matt Nagy won 12 games. Matt Nagy is capable of stealing and pulling a rabbit out of a hat Something out of the NFC North in an off year for Green Bay. Now, I still got Green Bay to win the division. But this is my rationale. Quarterbacks win Rookie of the Year almost always. Justin Fields is a playmaker. Guy's getting shouted out by the King on a Saturday. Dwayne Wade on a Saturday. He looks comfortable. He looks like a natural-born leader. He looks like he's winning the job, and he may not have to wait a month. This is where Trevor Lawrence has a disadvantage. This isn't Saxonville. This isn't a good defense in Jacksonville. It's a whole new roster. Matter of fact, Minshew has a shot at stealing the spot. I am so, so dialed in and focused on the fact that Fields is going to be the guy to lose this rookie of the year. And we're getting five to one, twenty dollars down to win a hundy. I mean, sign up with my promo code Monaco and tell them I sent you. Rookie of the year, Justin Fields. The man has every component physically. He's got the mental capacity. He has the ability to take over a game. You saw it on Saturday. He did take over the game. Almost fired on Bears plus six and a half at halftime, which they were. They spanked the Dolphins as soon as this man came in. And Andy Dalton knows it. I'm sorry. It's just like Toy Story. Andy's got to get rid of his toys. Sorry, Woody. Sorry, Dalton. You got to let him go to college. It's over. Let Andy be a serviceable backup, a value piece, and a player coach to Fields. Wrap your arms around him like Coward said. Don't blow it. Do not blow it. All you have to do is let this man start. He will take care of the rest. Jimmy Graham looks like he's getting a re 
firing, a resurgence at the tight end position. If you get Tariq Cohen back and you get Montgomery dancing a little one-two punch, that is a very good running game. And Allen Robinson is a top 10 wide receiver, in my humble opinion. Right there at the end, 9 to 10. I I truly believe that. He hasn't even had anyone to throw to him. So I love the upside here. I don't need to sell you anymore. Fields is starting, and he's got the best roster of all three of these guys, except for, of course, the Niners with Lance. I got some weird feeling like Jimmy G ain't going anywhere. If he does, I'll look like a buffoon. But hey, I'll still take Shanahan because I believe in him as a coach. But this ain't that segment. This segment is about J.F., Mr. Fields, he's already played at a big-time school. He's gone against Alabama on the national stage. He's balled out against Clemson. I'm telling you, this squad is lucky to have him, and we're lucky to watch him. Justin Fields, plus 500, rookie of the year. Let's eat! And that about does it for Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco on Monday. Again, track my picks on Action Network. You can fire with me there. Two wins for every one loss on Action in the 60th percentile. My fine, degenerate friends, we're dancing and we're picking all kinds of sports. And soccer's back, so absolutely make sure you're following me there. Clean the freaking board this weekend. I didn't even put in all my picks. I forgot to in the EPL. I just tweeted them. We're cooking. We're dialed in. Your boy's going to Vegas for a live show on Friday, so buckle up, you D-Gents. Shout to Brums on the ones and twos. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you do, let me know. I'll shout you out. Much love. Don't forget to hug your mothers. Ta-ta real smooth.